0: The Southern Middle Tennessee Prep Sports Today podcast is brought to you in part by Columbia Academy, Jones & Lang Sporting Goods, Andy Wilhoy with United Country Realty, the Law Office of David A. Bates, Custom Stone Handlers, Covenant Technology, Patio West, Coastal and Comfort Eats, and Mid-Tennessee Bone Joint. Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint has been the official sports medicine provider for Murray County schools for more than 40 years. Specializing in orthopedic injuries, their OrthoQuick walk in service lets you bypass the ER. Visit them online at mtbj.net. Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today with TSWA Hall of Famer Maurice Patton. Here's Chris Yow. Good morning and welcome in to this Wednesday edition, a live on location edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint as we are live at Murphy Center on the campus of Middle Tennessee State University. Once again, as we were last week, this time it is prior to a 10 a.m. tip-off between the Richland Raiders and the North Green Huskies. Super excited to be with you here, and JP and Mo are on hand as we are sitting along the track here in Murphy Center as fans from Richland begin pouring into the arena already. Um, 46 minutes to tip-off.
1: Better early than late,
0: right? Hey, and better late than never, <clears throat> well, Yes, yeah. like last week on Friday, man, that's a, t- <laughs> yeah, there's that, <laughs> good morning, hey, what's up, um, <laughs> not me, no.
1: um, oh, man. yeah, we're, we're not going to talk too much about that last
0: week debacle, no, but it, it, we did have a great time uh, here at Murphy Center, we hope to be here on Friday and Saturday once again and if uh if the Richland Raiders are able to pull off the wins we will certainly be here as much as we possibly can um pretty easy trip over this morning so it's not it's not it's not been a bad day even though it you know it's
1: we, an did, early we had
0: to get up earlier than we normally would yeah. yeah
1: but um it's worth it you know to be in this venue for this occasion you know um covering the state tournament and actually having a team of interest locally you know for for us and and for our readers listeners yes followers
0: tyler (laughs) the game will start at 10 a.m and it can be seen on nfhs network exclusively um i'm not sure wksr down in giles county will have the call but if any radio station does it will be them um but we will be here until ten a.m. We are going to get off the air uh, an hour early, so we will we will hit you tomorrow with Wild and Wacky Wednesday and uh, much more on the show uh, today. We are we're going to cover this game just as we would uh, any other game, and we want to make sure that we focus on the coverage of the sports because that is the main attraction. And you can get coverage, pregame coverage, on sm-tnSports.com. We got, again, you got about forty-five minutes to probably the the national anthem and more, so plenty of time to read both of those Richland pregame stories on the website. A great story about Stevie Ballinger, uh, not just because I wrote it. I think that, uh, the story the story is great. Um, No matter who would have written it, because Stevie Ballinger is worth a very deserving kid, and uh, it was really cool to get a chance to talk to him yesterday. And then, of course, a great story about um, Richland alumnus Jason Loveless bringing his team back to Murphy Center for the second time in uh, eight years. So really exciting day that we have planned for you.
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, that was a great story. Uh, Thank you. I, I'll I say it. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, and and I don't want to I don't want to give too much of it away. So just go read it. Go to the website sm-tensports.com and check out Chris's great story on Richland Senior Coach Stevie Ballinger as the Richland Raiders led out of the tunnel by Daniel Nicholson to take the floor. Wait a minute, that wasn't Daniel, I'm sorry, that's Tyrell Randolph. I figured Daniel would be out front as the senior and the as, senior um, leader. as As Jason Loveless has said. He, he is their, their team leader, but well, it was Tyrell walking them out. So, um, again, they're on the floor, no balls, just um, getting loose here. But new, not, not, new not, t-shirts not to, looks like.
0: Yeah, not to uh, alarm anyone, but I don't see Daniel Nicholson on the floor. That's interesting. Um, hmm. Okay. Well, there's that. <laughs> that's that's a new. That, perhaps he's getting treatment, um, which is possible. Getting ankles taped or something like that. That's. I can't imagine that he would not be here on the floor if. Uh, yeah, there we no, go. No, that
1: no that that's Tyrell coming onto the floor there. So maybe that was Daniel.
0: We well, we are up high, y'all. Uh, yeah, and and they have very similar haircuts, um, and so seeing their facial features is not the not easiest the easiest
1: thing. Here. Yeah. yeah, so we're,
0: we're it, not courtside as we normally would be. That is Daniel. Okay, that yeah. makes more sense.
1: Yeah, and he did lead them out. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, um, calm calm your heartbeats down, I Richland was, fans. You're I was
0: freaking out too. Yeah, yeah.
1: Understandably so. But yeah, they're, they're out here getting stretched out. Um, they'll be in their whites with with orange trim. Um, saw a North Green kid come up on the floor, get taped, and go back down. They'll be wearing their black with um, with gold uh, with green lettering, very similar to the Unis that Houston County wore in the um, Region 5A championship game. So that might be a good sign.
0: North Green not going to get pinched today, are they? No. It, as, you and yeah. as you wore your green. And neither am I. you wore your green.
2: Yeah, did. a couple of us are not going to get.
0: Uh, you, yeah, JP's got his undershirt on. He's got the green undershirt. Not there me. Go. I That I don't even think about that guy. Chris, Chris walking in. Why is everybody wearing green? Chris I had <laughs> no idea. Y'all, oblivious.
1: Chris is like, pinch me, please. I wish you would. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> I live by the wish creed.
1: There we go. As some man. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> That's a um, that's a Steve Harvey thing too. No, that's it? A, that's, Ted? that's Ted. Yeah.
0: Cedric the Entertainer. I live yeah. by the wish cream. <laughs> that's all wish, I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. North uh, Green has
1: uh, taken the floor in their black unis with um, the Jordan
0: uniforms. Oh, yeah. Here we go. All right,
2: Jordan Brand,
1: Jordan Brand uh, uniforms. Yeah. I see you, North Green.
0: Ah, should be fun, man. Great show. As in the next segment, we will uh, welcome in Tate Russell of the Greenville Sun who will give us a little bit of information about this Husky basketball team and what they have accomplished this year and what we can expect to see on the floor. Uh, Really excited to get him on considering we were supposed to have him on Friday and obviously we were unable to. So uh, excited to get Tate on here in just a moment. And, of course, in that last final segment, uh, we have more about about this game but also – Big announcement yesterday from the TWA. Like, when I say big, I mean, like, monstrosity of an announcement. It's pretty big. It's one of the biggest annou- – outside of classification, it's probably one of the biggest things that come out of those board of control meetings. That's fair. Yeah. I yep. mean, this is, this is important. This is huge. So, should be fun. Uh, and, and we'll tell you what that announcement was in segment number three, and we're going to make you wait all the way to the end. So stick around to the end of the show. Tease make, them, I like it. To get that information. Well done. You're learning. Cre- creating a little suspense mm-hmm. there. Just a little suspense. I told you, Sarah likes that drama, man, from 90, <laughs> 90 Day Fiance. So we're creating all the drama we can. <laughs> She's rubbing our, off on you, huh? Creating all the drama. You, you, tell you what we got about three minutes. We need to take a quick break. But before we do it, it's time for your Wednesday Rundown.
2: This is the Rundown.
1: In high school baseball action on Tuesday evening slash night. Coffee County completed the sweep of Columbia Central with a 4-2 victory in Manchester. Also in District 8 AAA play, it was Lincoln County 7, Lawrence County 6. Shelbyville in a non-district game, outslugged Franklin 10-9. Tullahoma all over, Wilson Central (laughs) 17-2.
0: In Murray County action, Santa Fe, a 5-2 winner over Cornersville. Cullioka dropped a pair to Community 2-0 and 3-2. And Zion Christian, a 10-0 winner over East Hickman. Uh, up in – I'll go ahead and give you that one. You go oh, ahead. All right. Up in
1: West Williamson County, Fairview defeated Harpeth 8-5. Also a Wilco game, Independence 6, Nolansville 3. It was Farragut defeating Summit 8-3 over in Lebanon, I believe that game was.
0: It was not Lebanon. Nationally ranked Admirals. So. They're pretty good. They are. Uh, Hampshire, a 10-9 winner over Frank Hughes. And Spring Hill avenged yesterday's loss to Giles County with a 7-1 win. Uh, Russellville, Alabama, 6 Loretto, 0 uh, Murfreesboro Central, a 10-0 winner over Eagleville. And um, Columbia Academy absolutely drubbed Providence Christian twice. Uh, they defeated Providence Christian 21-2 in game number one and 24-0 in game number two, behind a huge game from Kavaris Tears. That was in the first, in the first game. First, Well, read more about it on sm-tnsports.com. You have full game coverage on that one, Mo.
1: In softball action on Tuesday, it was Coffee County 15, Columbia Central nothing. Lawrence County also shut out Tullahoma 13 nothing. It was Moore County 12, Shelbyville 8, Eagleville edged Huntland 2 to 1. Marshall County blank Richland 4 nothing columbia academy the offense carried over to the softball field as well with a 15 nothing win over independence and zion christian under first year coach russ adcox with a 14-1 win over lewis county
0: on the pitch remember y'all tell me well done look at well done on the pitch Uh, Columbia Central, a 3-0 winner over Shubbable. Giles County, 9-0 over Cullioca. And Spring Hill, a 9-1 winner over Hickman County. Zion Christian and Community played to a 2-2 draw, while Columbia Academy and Middle Tennessee Christian played to a 3-3 draw.
1: In junior college softball on Tuesday, Columbia State and Jackson State split a pair. It was the Lady Chargers 10-2 in game one. The Lady Green Jays? Uh, Yeah. 6-5 in the nightcap. Also at Dave Hall Field, Columbia State swept the visitors from Jackson State 11-9 in the opener. 22-11
0: in five innings in game two on a walk-off grand slam. Grand salami to walk it off. There we go. Today's schedule in the Class A state quarterfinal basketball games. We have Richland versus North Green at 10 o'clock. Madison Academic takes on Clay County at 11.30. West Carroll and Memphis Academy of Health Sciences at 2.30. And Cosby Pickett County at 4. In the Class AA state quarterfinals, it's Greenville and Boulevard Central at 7. And Pearl Cone-Upperman at 8.30. Bolivar. Okay. <laughs> Lafette. Yeah.
1: And yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, folks. He's from Alabama. I'm, I'm just—he is from Alabama. Um, in baseball action today, Cullowoka travels to community for a 4:30 first pitch. Summit will play Christ Presbyterian at 4:30 here in Murfreesboro, specifically at Siegel. And at five o'clock today, Mount Pleasant plays Knoxville West at Rose Park down in Nashville. In softball action today, Summertown travels to Ardmore, Alabama. It's a 2:30 start. In JUCO basketball, Columbia State at the web will host the Valley Boys with a Z from Tennessee Valley Prep in Huntsville.
0: That's right. All right, that'll do it for your Wednesday rundown on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. All right, JP, I want you to try to pronounce that word I just typed in. That's a town in Lawrence County, Alabama. <laughs> How do you say that? Oh, good Lord. <laughs> How do you say it? Shall it beat? What do you got? I, I got nothing. Cleave it.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Institutional knowledge means a lot, doesn't it? <laughs> it really yeah.
0: does. Oh, man. We'll be right back on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint with Tate Russell on the Parks and Outline. Stay tuned. Hey folks, while we take a quick break from the show, I want to tell you about our friends over at Custom Stone Handlers in downtown Columbia. Ned Rich and his team at Custom Stone Handlers believe in leadership, and outside of the military, our greatest leader-building platform is sports. Custom Stone Handlers proudly encourages young people to get in the game. You can contact them today at 931-490-4990 or visit customstonehandlers.com.
1: If you've listened to this show, you know Chris and I are always down for a good meal.
0: Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Chris Yao, along with Mo Patton and JP Plant, here on this Wednesday edition, special edition live on location here at Murphy Center at the campus of Middle Tennessee State University. And the Raiders are on the floor, as are the Huskies. And this is going to be a good one. We're about, about 30 minutes to tip off here. And really excited, and we, we don't know a whole lot about North Green, Mo. No, no we don't, but we know a guy. We know a guy who might know a little bit about these Huskies. Uh, Greenville Sun, sports editor, I believe, Tate Russell is on the Parks Motor Cells hotline with us this morning. Tate, are you the sports editor there? My assistant sports editor is the official title. Gotcha. But if you want to give me a promotion this afternoon,
2: that's, that's fine. <laughs> hey, oh, well, I think
1: you'll take it. Hey, I can guarantee you there's no money coming with it, but it, <laughs> <laughs> you've been in journalism long enough that you're probably used to that.
2: So. Oh, I understand that.
1: <laughs> but it, it could be with you guys. Hey, man, we, we appreciate you coming on with us, especially after we kind of okie doked you on Friday. Um, the plan was to have you come on and talk with us about. Um, the North Green Lady Huskies going into that Summertown semifinal game, but we had transportation issues. So, again, thank you for giving us a second chance. Before we get into it, though, um, yeah, you're the assistant sports editor. Who's the sports editor up there? Sam Bundy
2: is the uh, sports editor for, okay. for the Greenville Center.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm not familiar with him. I, I used to. You know, hang out with Wayne Phillips at these type events for the longest time, and then Darren Reese was with you guys, and of course he's now working for the Tennessee PGA. But um, again, glad to have you with us here this morning, Tate, and um, fill us in on this thirty-two and thirty-two and four North Green team that's um, on the far end of the floor from us here at Murphy Center.
2: Well, uh, the Huskies—I mean—they're having, having a good season, obviously making it, making it here to Murfreesboro. Uh, the, probably the key this year has been, uh, the addition of, uh, Chris Schultz. a ger- German exchange student. Uh, who they've plugged in the lineup this year. 6'3 kid who's averaging about 25 points, 11 rebounds a game and, uh, really fun player to watch. Um, now they've also got a core of seniors around him that have been there and have played a lot of games there at North Green. Uh, Kendall Loftus, a kind of a swing four big man he can play above the rim. Some talented guards in uh, Caden Pulse and uh, Chance Campbell, uh, and then then you got a uh, Shane Cooter, the big, the big man, who a uh, big physical kid may not count on him to score as much, but but will be a presence in the paint. That that's their starting five, and then they'll they'll bring a couple other kids off the bench. They like to go about seven deep.
1: Chris Schultz, two S's from Germany. Yeah. You you like those those transfers like that? Are they? Are they trying to figure out how they can get him to stay around for his senior year? I think exchanges are usually a year, but um,
2: they, they are. I'm sure they would love to have him back. Actually, uh, his brother Leonard played at South Green a couple of years ago. Chris comes over here, plays at North Green. Um, both very talented, but Chris, uh, he's he's not gonna, you know, awe you with his athletic ability. Uh, I think uh, Coach Sam Charlton probably described him the best way as. He has that old man at the Y game. He's not going to leave the floor, but but he knows how to make the ball go in. He, he, he's about six three. He's a strong kid, and he understands angles. He understands ball rotation. He'll shoot around you a lot. He's not going to go up over you very much. That old man at the Y game isn't a bad game. No, it's not. It's I mean, it's like he's scoring twenty five a game doing it, so it's it's working for him.
0: There you go, Tate. This is uh, this is a, a game that. Is going to be kind of tale of two different, completely different teams. As Richland is very guard heavy, they like to play fast and create turnovers and score in transition. They don't. Uh, they have Stevie Ballinger inside, but he's. Uh, I don't think he's anywhere near the the inside presence that that North Green has. Do you expect uh, North Green to try to slow this thing down and, and play half court and score two points at a time?
2: No, that that. They, they are a little bit bigger, but, but Chris is good in transition. Kendall Loftus, is, is he's their solid player at 6'4", but really good at running the floor. They're probably best when they can you know get that rebound, make that one quick outlet pass and go. Um, that's when they're the best. And now, if they get in the half court, they, they can run sets. They can force the ball to Chris, and he, he can make things happen. But if they're playing the way they want to, they're going to want to run a little bit on offense. Now, they're not going to press as much on defense. They're not going to try to, you know, force the turnovers on defense. But but the, ideally, they want to make that stop, get that rebound, and get it going the other direction. fast. That, that's what they want to do. Well, if that's the case, that could be interesting.
0: Yeah, that's what I'm well, thinking. I, I feel like, you know, and, and I don't know, but uh, this Richland team is, is very good, like I said, in that type of game. So, I'm not sure. I, I mean – I'm not sure how that would play for North Green. I, if I were the Huskies, I would certainly exploit the inside presence. But hey, I'm not a coach. Who yeah, am I? What here's do I the know? thing.
1: Here's the thing, though. You you don't want to get too far away from what you do. Yeah, you're right. And if that's what they do, then then you it's know got we, you here? you're you're not going to let somebody else dictate your game to you. So you know, we'll, obviously, we'll see how it plays out. But uh, if if that's what they've been doing all the way to 32 and four.
2: Ain't a whole lot of need to change it today. And when I talk to Coach Carlton this week, that, that's how he, he thinks. Style-wise, they're very similar teams. He thinks Richland likes to do a lot of the same things they like to, do, and they like to do a lot of the same things Richland wants to do. He thinks that'll make it an interesting game plan, and you know maybe who who adjusts mm-hmm. during the course of the game will end up winning.
1: You know, um, looking looking through the North Green schedule here. Um, see a couple of double-A teams in there. David Crockett and Daniel Boone up at the um, the Hardys Classic. They dropped both of those, but besides that, they've um, they've handled pretty much everything that's been thrown at them and handled it pretty handily. I mean, you you feel like they've been pushed very much coming in here because that's often a concern when you get here that that you've not really. Had your back to the wall in a must-win situation a whole lot when you know when you come in at thirty-two and four. Well,
2: I, I, I definitely agree with that. And you worry about that a lot of time with single-ight teams just because you, you don't know the level of competition they're playing a lot of times. You know, maybe the, the bigger schools you, you more know the, the out-of-conference opponents they're going against. But I, I think they in the region final they had a knockdown, drag-out game with Cosby. Cosby ends up making it to the state tournament, you know, through that a uh, road game in the sectional. Uh, Pamps is a team that, that is, they, uh, they, they dropped it once this one game. They've dropped since Christmas. That was a game that, that, Coach Charles was pretty disappointed in the toughness they showed since then that they've kind of, you know, kept it up on the defensive end, been a little more focused on that. I think that was one of their concerns earlier in the year. They felt like you know, they could go hang 70 on anybody, for as long as they only give up 68. No big deal. He, he's wanted to buy into defense a little bit more. And I think since, since Hampton upsets him, they, they've bought into that. Um, but I think coming off that Cosby game, it was a, a pretty hostile environment. Even though it was a home game, Cosby, Cosby brought brought some some rowdy fans, made it a good atmosphere, and then and they had to make some clutch plays late there in that region final game. I think that really helped. And then, then Chattanooga Arts and Sciences, challenged them for most of the game, they were able to pull away late. So I think they're coming off two games where they did have to battle a little bit, even though through most of most of the regular season, maybe that wasn't the case.
0: Interesting. Speaking with Tate Russell on the Parks Motor Cells Hotline here on Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid-Tennessee Bone & Joint. Um, Tate, this is certainly a, you know, this is a state tournament. There are no easy outs, but were you surprised to see the top half of that bracket look so difficult? Uh I was very surprised to see that. and I think maybe everybody
2: on the top half of that bracket was surprised to see that. I think it's uh it's a very weighted bracket this year. Um, like I said, I mean North Green, you know, battles Cosby there, gets gets that right to play at home, and then Cosby's almost rewarded. They go to Harriman, they win and they have a much easier path than the Huskies do to a state final.
0: <laughs> that's what we were talking about. You know, West Carroll, a very good basketball team. They look at twenty-seven and ten, but they beat both Summertown and Loretto to get here. So the, these are that, that's a pretty good uh, set of teams to to beat uh, in order to reach Murfreesboro. Uh, but the top four of the top five teams in the state in that top half of the bracket. So. Uh, you're going to get some really, really good games early in this one. Oh, I, uh,
2: I definitely believe so. And and hey, you, you got to beat the best sometimes. So whether it's first round, second round, or the finals, you're going to win it all. You got, you got to beat that other good team. So that's right. I guess that's why you have to approach it.
0: It is what it is. I mean, you, like I said, got to beat the best to be the best. You might as well do it now instead of. Elongating your trip. Going and get it out the way. <laughs> Going and get it out exactly. the way. Yeah. You go. Oh man. Well, Tate, thanks so much for hanging out with us today. We really appreciate your time, man.
2: Hey. All right. No problem, guys.
0: That's Tate awesome. Russell on the uh, Parks Motor Sales Hotline as we approach tip off here between North Green and Richland, a 10 a.m. tip, and really excited about this one. I I, I thought I, I thought. When he started talking about six three six four and all of those things, I thought, my goodness, this is going to be a difficult matchup for uh, for Richland. But then you think about Loretto. You know, they had to deal with Shaylor Hankins and uh,
1: and Tobias, and Tobias Simone's. Simones. yeah,
0: and Stevie Ballinger was able to keep them in check, yeah, uh, to a degree. So uh, this is. I don't mean to sound disparaging,
1: but watching both teams warm up, I'm not sure athletically how well North Green matches up with, with Richmond.
0: That's why I think it would be beneficial to them to – Slow it down if they and, can. And, and I think they may come to
1: that conclusion at some point.
0: <laughs> uh, because I, with the size
1: that they've got, if they've got 6'4, six, 6'3, six, I mean, that's pretty good size for a Class A team in particular. And, you know, while while Richland is a pretty athletic bunch, they are not, they are a little height challenged. I wouldn't say vertically challenged because they got some guys that can get off. They can get there. Yeah. But, I mean, um, just in terms of being able to go down there and post up and that kind of thing, I mean, Stevie can only guard so many guys. So, I mean, they're... they're and they
0: got three that are 6'3
1: mm-hmm. plus. Mm-hmm. So, I, th- I think at some point, you know, obviously you want to come in here, you want to do what you do, but sometimes it, 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 it behooves you to have a plan B. And I'm just not sure that there are too many folks... That are going to want to get out and run with this Richland team.
0: I don't want to. Although Stevie Ballinger ran three to four miles a day, every day, every day. So, <laughs> just yep. saying. So. Oh man, I, I am pumped for this. I, after hearing that, and I, I was a little concerned because I thought that the height might be an issue. But if they're if they want to run.
1: <laughs> let's run let's run yeah it's gonna so. be a lot
0: this is gonna be awesome i'm super pumped uh, about 15 minutes uh, about 18 minutes and tip off so let's uh take a quick break jp and um when we come back we'll tell you that big announcement for the two what is it we'll let you know in just a few minutes on southern middle tennessee sports today presented by mid-tennessee bone and joint or visit CovenantTechnology.net. Mid-Tennessee Bone and Joint treats your orthopedic injuries and existing conditions. Their trained physicians will get you back in the game faster. Contact them today at 931-381-2663 or visit MTBJ.net. Covering the teams you care about, it's Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today. Once again, with Mo, here's Chris. Welcome back into Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint Chris Yell, Mo Patton, JP Plant, live on location at Murphy Center at Middle Tennessee State as we prepare for the Class A quarterfinals between the Richland Raiders and the North Green Huskies. We'll talk a little bit more about that later this segment. First, we want to invite you all to be part of our bracket challenge. Mo doesn't typically do brackets. I don't because.
1: But that's okay. I, 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 I would rather cheer for who I want to cheer for than cheer for a bracket. And well, you don't have I'm, to
0: cheer for a bracket. Hey, yeah.
1: No, because I don't. if I pick a team, I don't want to be wrong. <laughs> so.
0: Well, it's okay to be wrong once.
1: <laughs> oh, trust me, I'll be wrong more than once. <laughs>
0: uh, the Bracket Challenge is presented by our friends over at Amigos Mexican Grill with three great locations, one in Chapel Hill. Go see Hugo over there or see Ben in Lewisburg our friend Noe down in Spring Hill in the Crossings. Uh, Amigos, some of the best Mexican food. Don't forget, I think tonight is... Is tonight trivia night? It may yeah, be. Uh, tonight is trivia night. I think Monday is bingo night. Bing, uh, Monday is bingo. Tomorrow is trivia in okay. Chapel Hill and Spring Hill. Tonight is bingo in Lewisburg at 7 o'clock. There we go. Lewisburg bingo tonight at 7 o'clock. And don't forget they have catering. Amigos Mexican Grill AmigosMexicanGrillSH.com. They'll cater your wedding. They'll cater any event that you have, and it's super cheap. And you can also order online. You can order online. I think it's like 10 bucks a person for catering, which is just insane. You're getting queso and chicken and steak and beef and tacos. And queso. And queso. <laughs> for $10 a person, you can't beat that with a stick. We may just have to start ordering that ourselves and just get the whole big pot. There we go. <laughs> anyway, the Bracket Challenge is available on our Facebook page. It is pinned to the top of our Facebook page. You can... Uh, search, or you can just go there. Click on the link, uh, or you can go to our website. It is also on the website where you can uh, click the link there. Of course, our group name: SM-TN Sports Challenge. Password: SMTN Sports, all lowercase, all one word. All right, that announcement. We were going to get to an announcement.
1: We we did have an announcement to get to.
0: There was an announcement yesterday. There was yeah, a big announcement, huge monstrosity of an announcement. Uh, from the TWSAA as they voted on the next host for the Blue Cross Bowl football championships for the next two seasons. And as we were looking really hard (laughs) for that information yesterday, we did finally get... uh, Get confirmation.
1: Yeah, I don't I don't think we were missing it early. I just think it didn't, didn't come, come out, out. Yeah. early. Yeah, We, we well, were it,
0: looking for it hard. And finally, they let us know.
1: Yeah. Um, as it is um, mentioned in an article on the website, TSSAA.org, the most notable item of interest on the board agenda was the site selection for the Blue Cross Bowl Football Championships. Both Cookville and Chattanooga submitted bids to host the three-day event. Um, The event has taken place in Cookville since 2009. So um, that run will end as the 2021 and 2022 state championship series will be held at Finley Stadium in Chattanooga, which is where um, UT Chattanooga plays their football games.
0: Former home of the... FCS national championship. Yes,
1: before they moved out to Frisco, Texas, a few years ago, the the FCS or Division One AA, depending on how old you are, national championship games were held in Chattanooga for a pretty good while at Finley Stadium. So now they will host again the three day um, nine state championship games, three in Division Two, and then classes one A through six A in Division One. So. Um, that was the decision of the Board of Control. I'm not sure what the vote was,
2: but. I think it was 11 to 1, actually. Wow. My okay. understanding is that Tim West AA allowed Cookville to come back twice with uh, revamped offers. And Maybe that's what took so long. And ultimately, it was an 11 to 1 vote in favor of Chattanooga.
0: 11 to 1. I bet I know which one it was, whoever <laughs> represents Cookville.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's um it's pretty impressive. I mean, you know, the Cookville experience has its pros and cons, and anybody that's been there could could tell you the cons. I'm sure. I mean, Tucker Stadium isn't in the greatest shape. You know, some of the amenities that that the teams experience may not necessarily be the greatest. Um, you know, there's um, there's a lot that you can take shots at in terms of Cookville and Tennessee Tech hosting the Blue Cross Bowl. But, you know, to me, I don't think you can question the heart of the people involved in hosting this thing. And I know that they're disappointed in losing it. And so um, I, I think while the facility – will be an upgrade. I think the challenge for Chattanooga will be matching the hospitality of um, of the folks that work that thing in Cookville because they do a great job with
0: it. Yeah, they really do and, the, and the, the Chamber of Commerce there really puts in a lot of work uh, and, and, and it's kind of their thing. You know, Chattanooga's got a lot of things. Mm-hmm. This was Cookville's thing. And they yeah, put because w-
1: Cookville doesn't have a lot of things. Right. I mean, they hosted the Division Two basketball tournament a couple of weeks ago because um Lipscomb was unavailable. And so but but other than that, I mean Cookville doesn't have a lot of things, like you say. Right. And so, you know, they they really have pulled out all the stops when they host this this blue cross bowl. And and again, I just think they've done a great job with it. They 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 can't can't do anything about the facility, and
0: it's not great. And by facilities, he means the facilities. (laughs)
2: Um, (laughs) (laughs) Quite literally,
0: yes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, honestly, like, that's one of the, the top, on the top of the list of everybody who has anything bad to say about the Blue Cross Bowl being at Cookville. That particular part of it is typically at the top. Yeah, yeah,
1: you know, and it's unfortunate. But, it um, is. So we'll we'll see how it goes. It's two years in Chattanooga for now, and we'll see what happens
0: from there. All right. Um, before we get out of here, we got a, a few minutes left. Uh, you mentioned on the way up here, you saw a tweet uh, about Dante Smith, former Spring Hill running back, <laughs> and I I saw the tweet yesterday. I may have, I, I may have retweeted it, which. Is where you may have. I don't know.
1: Actually, I saw that his mother had Ah, screenshotted the tweet and I saw it on Facebook. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah.
0: So I tweeted it or retweeted it yesterday on our page from Dante. I think Dante retweeted it, so we retweeted him. And it's anyway, it's on our our Twitter account. uh, But he has certainly. Made some improvements to his body weight. His you, you, you his, might not recognize
1: Dante if you see him these days. He's
0: put on some weight. He's put on some some reps on the the two twenty bench and is able to jump about what three three and a half three and a half inches higher than he was. Uh, so Kelly Quinlan, who is a publisher and writer for Rivals and Yahoo Sports covering Georgia Tech, had Josh Blancato on, who is a red shirt. Uh, a red shirt junior for the Yellow Jackets. He um, he appeared in ten games last year, but he, the, Josh was on the, was on Kelly's podcast and said that uh, he thinks Dante Smith will have a breakout season for Georgia Tech and will have NFL potential for next year. So, two K Tay, as they like to call him in Spring Hill, uh, for obvious big, reasons. Big big. Uh, <laughs> big stuff for them so yeah
1: and it's it's an exciting time for him you know there were i I think there were some high expectations for him when he went to georgia tech and he's finally getting the opportunity to live up to those
0: that's right all right we are just a few minutes away from the uh, national anthem here at murphy center so we are going to get you out of here we appreciate you guys hanging out with us, sm Sports.com for all the coverage after the game, sm Sports on Twitter, and Southern Middle Tennessee Sports on Facebook. If you missed any part of the day's show, it's going to be on the podcast where you can find it on sm-tnsports.com. We appreciate you guys hanging out with us. This has been Southern Middle Tennessee Sports Today, a special edition from Murphy Center. For Maurice Patton and J.P. Plant, I'm Chris Staying Have a great day, and stay cool, Columbia.